key convention speakers and hmm. I mean look his at this list. <laughs> I mean half of the list is related to him I and mean, these are the key speakers and even so you got Tiffany Trump Eric Trump Donald Trump Jr. Ivanka Trump Melania Trump and of course Donald Trump but even out, outside of the Trumps the other folks who spoke didn't really speak truth to power and this has always been one of the <laughs> kind of bones that we've had to pick with especially uh, people of color kind of within the Republican Party. It, it, I mean, this idea that the Democrats have a stranglehold on voters of color is foolishness. Uh, they, I mean, they try to be, I imagine both parties want to be welcoming, but it seems as if, especially black Republicans in office, have to somehow shed some of their own, I don't know, they, they have to shed some of their own identity, some of their kind of moral consciousness to remain a member and be effective. And, it, and it's pretty sad because to listen to Nikki Haley uh, on night three, Nikki Haley on night three, because it was before the, the finale. So to listen to Nikki Haley, the former ambassador to the United Nations and former governor of South Carolina, mm-hmm. was she night two? Yes, she was night two. Thank you. So to listen to Nikki Haley, who is, I think she's multiracial, half Indian American, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. To, to listen to her just claim that there is no racism in America, and we definitely don't see it in the state of South Carolina, where she was governor. It's one thing to be proud of the state that you represent. It's another thing to completely dismiss like the harsh realities on the ground, especially in her state, because on one end she says, so these statements came consecutively. There's no racism in South Carolina. We dealt with a tough, and then the next sentence, we dealt with a tough situation when Dylan Roof, she could have said a white supremacist because that's what he was, Mm -hmm. a professed white supremacist, and it was in his manifesto, and we got to talk about that term because Trump kept throwing that out in his speech intentionally. Mm-hmm. You have a white supremacist enter a historically black church in South Carolina, target and kill nine black church goers. And for her to claim, well, there's no issue with racism. What, what does she think was the nexus of him making that decision? Do you, right. Is that like they're singing? We know that it was racially motivated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, and like you said, it's interesting that she chose to start off. That should have never been in her speech to say there, there is no racism, right? Yeah, it was insulting. It, it was because the thing is, okay, Nikki, if there wasn't any racism, then why did you choose to remove the Confederate, like the Confederate statues, the flags? Why did you do that? Because then she followed up telling us what all she did in effort to stop white supremacy and these efforts, like spreading, yeah. like spreading that. So it was so backwards. And it, but the thing is, is that they kept the same tactics every single night, every night. And yeah. that, that was so infuriating because they they walked over their own word. I mean. <sighs> It was a long four nights. I saw somebody else in the comments say that. It, 
was it was too much it was too much i was so mad and i would text cliff and i'm like this is way too much yeah yeah Al, we're shaking our heads too we were, we were shaking our heads yeah. watching those four nights yeah and i mean and one of the things like i said to cliff and i'm not sure if we had talked about it on our last tuesday call but i will say this because i do think it that it is important for everyone i think it's important for us to know like what it is that they're thinking on the other side. So however you choose to identify if you're independent, Republican, Democrat, I do think that it's important that we all are aware of who is representing us, right? And then the policies that they plan to put in place. So a few people last week, they were texting me and they're saying, oh, I would like to really learn about their platform. And I was like, yeah, I really would like to know what they stand for too. But then when you go to their website, I mean, they've now become the Trump party. And I hate it because there were policies that Republicans had years ago before year years ago that were actually great. They were effective. And that was probably at a time too, when we were able to work together. And so, so, I mean, it is unfortunate because like Cliff was mentioning, you know, you have black, these black Republicans now, who they used, right? They were the tokens last week. Day after day, that's all Cliff kept saying is that, wow, where are they finding these people? I'm like, yeah, where are they finding them? I mean, you had senior advisors to Trump. I've never seen these people, but I know friends who know them, right? Because I used to work on Capitol Hill. But the unfortunate thing is that they're now being used and now they become the face they become the face and everyone's looking at them as to, oh, okay, so you really, like, you do you really support these things or you're, and you're fine being, or are you just fine being used by them to just show that on the outside, oh, we're here. Like we, we welcome black people. Right. But then just yesterday in his interview with Laura Ingram, he used these same washed up tactics to say to I mean he attacked he he inserted that oh the scary black man Cory Booker is going to come in if we if they if the Democrats win then the scary black man Cory Booker will come to your neighborhoods and ruin your suburbs really yeah. really and then there's the whole discussion too with how with housing like for them to continue to use that line it, it it's just it was such a step backwards. And so I don't understand how other people do not see that. Like, why are white people not seeing, like, there is a through line. I don't understand how anyone can ignore that. Yeah, outside of... (laughs) Yes, Al. (laughs) I just saw this comment. Love the emojis. Yeah, used to. She sure did. She was a big time. She was a a communications director for Uh, uh, a member of Congress. I won't say what state, what person, but she was a... Uh, communications director. So um, let me say this, uh, because this is outside of like some policy, but the mo- two of the most important policy mm-hmm. that reforms that need to be enacted today are not enacted so much, but should be debated and like strategized on are the issue of race in our society and police reform, or excuse me, the issue of race in our society, police reform and COVID-19. And if we're talking about stubbornness, selfishness, and an unwillingness to accept the reality 
in this country, it was all on display at the Republican convention because it was almost as if there was no health pandemic, right? You have yeah, that too. thousands of people sitting within inches of each other on the White House lawn. Like there's no pandemic. And it's not just that they were packaged like sardines, but they had no masks on. And so to have this disconnect of individuals who are telling the American people to remain socially distant, please wear your mask. Please be oh, careful. No, hold on. Those aren't, those aren't the individuals. They're, they are not the individuals telling you to socially distance. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Yeah, who's but, a member of the, the task force for COVID. And you have Dr. Burks, who's also a member of the task force. So those two who are medical professionals have given mm-hmm. us actual smart suggestions mm-hmm. and recommendations. But they've also been kind of hidden from us for the past week and a half. I don't know if there's a connection there. So so, so we, we can't see them, but... It, it, it to me it's just so it, it, beyond beyond dangerous it's just irresponsible and growing up regardless of politics little kids look up to the president that's who i want to be i, I want people to look i want people to genuinely take a look at their heart and say whether or not you would tell your kids to emulate donald john trump because if the answer is no, how do you cast a ballot for this man? Mm. Mm-hmm. If you cast, if your if your ideal ballot, or excuse me, if the person that you would ideally cast a ballot for is someone that you know is going to work tirelessly to keep the country safe, do you think you saw that at that convention with two thousand people gathered, packed tightly together with no masks on? Mm-hmm. When the reality is, mm-hmm. no, 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 finish if, your thought. If you would cast a ballot for someone you think is going to keep the country safe, do you think you're seeing that now with what took place in Portland a few days ago, with what's taking place in Kenosha to have the leader of the free world? I hate using that term in reference to Trump because he's, he's not emulate a leader, but to have that individual essentially discounting the prevalence of of police violence. Trump Mm -hmm. made a sports analogy to the shooting of Jacob Blake saying that, well, the officer in that case, in a lot of other cases, it's like a golfer in a tournament. You know, when you miss a three foot putt, you choke. No, it's not like golf because there was just reckless disregard for human life because he didn't just shoot a man in the back seven times. He did so in the presence of three young children who were less than an arm's distance away and there was a dozen people within 15 feet outside of the car. We don't know if what could have happened with a ricochet. We could not know if there was a through and through and somebody else could have been struck. The officer acted with reckless disregard for human life. And I don't think we would ever use that phraseology to describe a golfer. So even yeah. the way that he uses language is just so inappropriate and ineffectual because he doesn't care. I'm going to move yeah. on. Yeah. No, um, I mean... And one of the things, too, that was unfortunate was how they continued to play on that with the protests that they all like that all all protesters are violent, that they're all anarchists. And 
just, you know, continuing to use these fear tactics. And then for the president to leave from the convention that should not have taken place at the White House. I just want to put that out there. It was a violation of the Hatch Act. But we're, we're not going to spend time on that. But I'm, I'm just saying it's just, the unfortunate thing is, is that they say one thing, they want to drain the swamp, that they want to have less government, that we need to follow the rules, you know, don't break any laws, and yet they continuously do their own thing. So it's okay when they do it, but then when someone else is saying that, no, this is wrong, I mean, that, oh, when we get, we'll get to election integrity. The fact that we actually want to have checks and balances to know that our election will be ran securely, that's an issue that we, sh- we shouldn't have, we shouldn't want to have these systems protected. Something's, something, it's like something's really wrong with this. I mean, it's getting to the point now where he's going to allow all of our systems to collapse because of the distrust now that we've placed, the distrust that we have. And that's all because of him, his attacks on the media, his attacks on people that he places in power, right? I mean, any person that begins to actually speak the truth from the places of leadership, he then attacks them. And so it's just that that's not a good place for the people to be in. Like as a country, we should be able to trust that if you decide to put this person in place to head, like to be the head of an organization, an agency, I'm assuming that they know what they're doing. And I'm also assuming that this person who's went to school, they've studied, they've worked in, they've worked for years, like Dr. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Why would I not trust him? Why would I trust his word over you? You haven't been consistent. And so for them, like, so going back to one of the things that you mentioned, for them to put on this whole show as if COVID's not real, and allowing Melania to have people there for her speech and then to come back two nights later and to have another big crowd of people. It's, it, I, I, don't, I don't understand. And for me, I would think that the reality is that we also have to operate as if this is normal, walking around with masks, you know, and here they are like still doing these big gatherings and there's some cities where people are actually being fined for doing the very thing that they just did. So, so we got to comment the yeah. excuse his supporters. <laughs> so we, we got to comment the excuse his supporters use is he is not an eloquent speaker. He's <laughs> not going to say the right thing. It's sad. I mean, yeah, this this is an excuse. It's nonsense again because we didn't have an eloquent speaker in in. Hold on, I just want to say something. We didn't have an eloquent speaker with, with President Bush. Bush. Right, but he didn't he, stoke the but, flames but, of division and hatred. Exactly, right. That that exactly. So we're not gonna allow. Like again, it's like where are we setting our benchmark? And so I want to get to something. You said somebody, supporters use that excuse. Yeah, it's a part. But and why? Another comment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw a guy with a MAGA face mask at the grocery store. I don't know if Trump is actually selling them or if they're from a third party, but it's gross that he's potentially profiting uh, financially or campaign wise, obviously, because the word of mouth and people will mm-hmm. see it on mass when he's also ignoring the reason for mass. Yeah, that's it. That is a gross irony. That's so true. The man who has worn a mask, I think one time. 
right on camera. He refuses to wear a mask. He refuses to acknowledge the importance of wearing masks. But you got people out here wearing MAGA masks. Yeah, that's yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a thank you for that comment. That is that's very true. And yeah, I mean, I was right. He's now tweeting. Uh, we had another comment. He's tweeting conspiracy theories, which. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, he. This is how he came to fame. This is mm-hmm. who he is, and I don't know if it was uh, who the famous part. Maybe it was my doctor, my Angelo, or uh, maybe it was another author, and I'm missing people up. But when they t- when they show you who they are, when they tell you who oh, they yeah, are, yeah. them, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we right. should we should start believing. All right. So, so. there's another. I, I I said that was fine. There's another um, question here. Let you take oh. this clip. Uh-huh. I didn't. Oh, you got it. It says, "How do you feel about Biden's response from Carne- Carnegie Mellon?" So that was his speech that he just gave. Oh, okay, oh. So from yes, uh, the speech that he gave yesterday, and I guess they've been going back and forth. Him and Trump. It was his comments. Go ahead. Are you aware? Yeah, I mean, I. That was it. Problematic? To, I, I wish the, the the question was more specific. What, how do I feel about it? I mean, I feel that he rationally addressed the issues on the ground in Kenosha. He condemned violence while also acknowledging the real existence of systemic issues within the police force. I mean, that's mm-hmm. my response to Biden's speech. I mean, it was a fairly. I mean, I imagine uh, Harris wrote it for him. It was a, a speech that boilerplate speech that any of us could have delivered. Mm. Then another one is, and I, I agree with I agree with that. I, don't, I didn't see anything wrong. Like for me, I'm glad that he's calling, he's calling out the administration because not all of these, not everyone that's protesting is looting. And again, if you're tired of the looting, then address the actual issue. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next question is, do you think the military background from other Republican presidents play a key role in the difference in actions from Trump? No. Because we saw him disrespect um, one of the nation's most revered war veterans. Um, mm-hmm. and he was actually a prisoner of war. We saw him dodge the draft because he had ill spurs. Um, we see him disrespect generals that have been respected and have served in war multiple tours um we've seen him disregard intelligence briefings we've seen him refuse to read intelligence briefings Uh, we've seen him be completely disinterested and if you've all read the reports and unless you think journalists are lying we learn from his closest advisors who are giving this information to washington post and new york times that they have to condense highly important just i mean the most sensitive data and information they have to synthesize it to a page or two because this clown won't read more than 500 words mm-hmm. what i mean this is our reality so yeah i mean i, I so to so the question the person asked if we think that other people's military background no because i don't think he respects it he uses so like he's a person who's a he's actually a pretty savvy politician because he knows how to play on he knows how to play on the hearts of people who are interested in the military and uh, he, he knows how to garner those votes but whether or not he truly cares for that community no because actions speak louder than words yeah all right you guys got through 
Okay. Yeah, we've answered the questions here. Did you have anything else on the other end? Oh, okay. Uh, I you know what? I, I, I do. So, oh. last last thing. Read this com- do you want me to read this? It's, it's okay. Because I'm thinking okay. about the Republican convention. Um, and I know we're trying to get out of this topic, but I'm thinking about the Republican convention and I'm thinking about individuals who self-identify as people of color. And I, I would like to have a conversation with a person of color who does not just identify as a Republican, but is perfectly fine with supporting an individual in Donald Trump who is openly hostile to communities of color and not just in policy, but in action. And this isn't just true when he was a property owner and attempted to, and refused to rent mm-hmm. homes to uh, black and brown applicants in New York. This isn't just because he was sued by the Nixon administration. This isn't just true because he put brown children in cages on the border. This isn't just true because he campaigned on implementing a Muslim ban and then actually enacted with Jeff Sessions as his attorney general, a ban on Muslims entering the country. This isn't just because he called people from certain African countries and Caribbean countries. They came from shithole countries. So if we take all of it in totality, an individual who says that, well, you had these neo-Nazi Klansmen wannabe rioters, one of whom ran down in his car and killed a protester. Mm-hmm. And there's some very fine neo-Nazis. And they can lie to you and say he didn't say that, but tapes don't lie. We're not doctoring the footage. He said the words. There's very fine people on both sides. Guys, so yeah. if we take all of this in totality, from his history as a racist property owner in the 70s all the way to the present, when he came down that escalator saying Mexicans were rapists, and I forgot what else nonsense he said. We take all of it in totality. To argue that the man doesn't harbor racial animus, you're just being disingenuous, or you just may be unaware of all of that reality. And I don't know how these people can come before a national audience and make the claims that they do, saying black people have to get off the mental plantation and stop supporting Dems. Hmm. You know what? Yeah. There could be a Democratic nominee that has done all of the horrific things driven by racial animus that that man did. All right. That, that's so true. Someone just said, someone grab Herschel Walker on here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, her, and Herschel Walker yeah. said, oh, I know Donald's heart. I was heart. going to with his kids, and he couldn't attend. And then we saw him the next day wearing a full suit, and he joined us. So I know he's a good man. What? Right. He's a good man because he took his kids to a theme park? Raise your hand if your parents have taken you to a theme park. And I understand that's there, there's some privilege in that because everybody doesn't have the yeah. opportunity to do that. But for those of you that had the opportunity, does that make you qualified as a as a great person because yeah. you're parenting? Let me let's move on because and is that even parenting? Herschel Walker, I don't know how he just sell out like yeah. that. He's a good parent. He's a good p- person because he took his kids to Disneyland. What there was there were a lot of sellouts on there. I just want to. The thing that what's some the most unfortunate thing is, is that they pick they pick the black people who mm-hmm. were 
their their language was so soft spoken and then they were willing to come on the defense and then attack other black people like you said the whole what was the what was the term they said the mental the mental plantation yeah the mental plantation so vernon jones from georgia clown y'all need to get him out of there if anybody in here is registered uh, georgia in georgia, yeah, yeah you you need to get him out of there because he represents yeah. you at the state level just he saying. represents you yeah that's yeah. Sentence. so uh, i'm just saying and the next person senator tim scott to end the night with him the very first night with him yeah. it, it's another one like he's not really here to he's not he is he has one of those stories where oh i had these long struggles I had these long struggles. I know we have to wrap things up. I know you did. It's just like he has one of those stories where he's trying to appeal to other black people that, oh, I struggle too. But yeah. although I overcame those things, so can you. Don't don't act, don't let those don't let these um, your obstacles hold you back. But as if like the the brighter side is going with his is, is if it's aligning yourself with republicans who do not care about you so yeah. we'll yeah we'll just sign off on that one